This is Sean Sport in podcast form. A bit later on, we're playing Red Card, which has been a hell of a lot of fun, though. Yes. Tickets to go and see Tottenham take on West Ham in a corporate suite. I know. It's going to be a bit of fun, isn't it? Absolutely. Australian coach Ange Postacoglu, who's been a raging success since you left the Socceroos all around the world, has taken over as the head coach of Tottenham. He did his first press conference yesterday. Our producer, Amy, and her husband um, are the biggest Fans of Tottenham Hotspurs. The whole family in. Uh, Amy, get the kids kitted up big time. Yep. Yep. They've got their kits ready to go for Tuesday night. Yep. And Alex calls Amy his his little hotspur. (laughs) She loves it. Really? Yeah. That's a good one. Charlotte's middle name is Lily because Lily White's. Are you joking? No. That is no, a, well. That I'm is serious. dedication. That is dedication. I love your spirit, Alex. He's so <laughs> pumped up yeah. when Tottenham comes to town. He's going to go to every training session. He's he's putting out a whole schedule for himself. Yep, he's got yep sorted. Monday, Tuesday, we have to go to the pub before the game so we can sing all the chants. And you yes. really enjoy it too. I do. I, yeah, it's really amazing when two couples can love something as you know as much as the other one. Yeah. I Do you ha- love anything? No. As, no. 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 Candles or cushions? She loves cushions. She loves cushions. You like candles? No, no. no. She likes she drinking, drinking wine. wine. Like, like, like all you, the wine. Yeah. I mean, you like drinking, but yeah, like, yeah. it's not wine. And no. then you two are very different style drunks. <laughs> <laughs> you both got your different superpowers. <laughs> One's more of a tornado. Hi, Megan. <laughs> Hey, Amy, while everyone's listening to this live, can we make sure we cut this out? Because this will come back in my face at some stage and I've got to go home. Anyway, back to Tottenham. (laughs) Ange Postacoglu has taken over. He did his first media conference overnight and he's one port of callers to make sure that Harry Kane, their superstar, sticks around. Harry is, and, you know, he's, he's already entrenched himself in the history of this football club. He's a very important part. He's the premier striker, one of the premier strikers in the world and, you know, I want him involved here. Now, what do you reckon he drinks? <laughs> well, metho by the sound of it. Um, he sounds like, yeah, um, I know what you did last summer voice. He's coming for you. I know what you did last summer. He seems like a, like a malted scotch type of guy with for me. Oh, anyway, yeah. So, it, it, whatever it is, it's on the rocks. He's very Paddy and Selma. Like, <laughs> I hope he's a really raging success. And with Harry Kane sticking around, hopefully for Tottenham, that is good news for well, them. But he's got to talk them over the line. Well, we do have we do have red card coming up mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. later on, Sean. Yeah. And um, I've been writing some questions for that. And in my research, I found out that Ange could actually be in a really good position because... Uh, apparently, the Premier League has never been won by a team with an English manager. With an Australian, Australian manager. Was that? With an Australian manager. Yeah. Yeah. He said English. But yes, no, Australian managers never had any success. In fact... No, the Premier League has never been won by a team with an English manager. That was one of the research things that I found. I'd have to look over that because the international mm. coaches have only been around probably more so in the last... 20, 30 years. Oh, okay. So if we look at um, Sir Alex Ferguson, he's more of a Scotsman, isn't he? Mm. Never been won by an English manager. Okay. I'll have to. Yeah, okay. No problem at all. I'll go with that. Thanks. If anyone wants to rebu- rebuke that, let me know. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is Mitch Marsh and whether he'll play in the fourth test. It's Old Trafford. It's coming up very shortly. He was asked about it too because Cameron Green, who we had in here, got paid all the money. They play the same position. Mm. Cameron Green had a slight hamstring injury. They thought it was a good chance to rest him. Uh, And it was interesting the way Mitch Marsh answered the question. Is there room for two Western Australian all-rounders in this team? 
I don't think there is. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not. So that's all right. I don't want to comment on it too much. Um, ultimately, that stuff's out of my control. You know, I've got a very, very close relationship with Greeny. He's a fantastic young kid. Um, he's learning on the on the go, um, and we know what a super talent he is. So it's important for him to be in our side. That's interesting. You've just hit 100 for Australia, and you're saying it's important for the other guy to be into the team. Uh, very selfless by Mitch Marsh there. Sounds like something I'd do. Mm, I'd, I'd agree. But then again, I'd never be on there hitting 100. <laughs> <laughs> hey, West Aussie Jai Hindley is performing unbelievably well at the Tour de France. Um, Tracy, do you get in to watch, do you watch the Tour de France when it's on? I mainly watch it when I, when I get, get a chance to. It's just beautiful. Mm. The scenery and everything like that. Obviously, we've reported a lot about Jai Hindley, which is fantastic. Yes. You know, WA born and bred. Um, but no, I haven't really gotten into it that much in terms of the yeah. racing side. I like the idea. Yeah, to me, same. it's just watching people on a bike. <laughs> I know, I know, no. If it was a BMX track, no worries. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Like, 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 it's just like to youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the thing about the coverage is always great. Yes. And I do love the history and yes. um, all the stuff that they show, the hillsides and stuff like that. It's amazing. It's one of those sports, like tennis, where mm. you start watching at this particular time of year and you just think, yeah, of course I can do that. Of course I can ride around. Well, I mean, because oh. you know what it is? Up to the... Because it's not it's not like what you said, Tracy. Well, they're like not the doing net. flips, right? No, and they're not doing, doing like, you know, wheelies running. for 10 kilometres. So, so can we all ride a bike? Yes. <laughs> can we ride it that far and that fast? No. No. But we don't see that. No. No, no yeah. absolutely not. And also like, all the hills, like you don't see, like you don't see the scale of what they're going up. Against you, know, I always want to see. It looks I, nasty. I'm, the only yeah, thing does. I'm excited about seeing on the Tour de France is when a um, spectator gets too close and yes. gets their gets their or ponytail their, stuck in a spoke or, or something. Hand is like yes. out trying to get a yes. footage or like a selfie, and That's then my you, know, you, you knock a cyclist off. Or well, if you're watching like. Nine News last night, you would have seen footage like that because Pav had it in sports segments. So someone had like some kind of a flaggy thing hanging mm. off the side, what and it took that? out a cyclist. They ha- they've had an overnight rest day, and and that guy he was flat. So, a flag, so he went to the flag like a bull? Yeah, I guess so. The guy was holding it, I don't know, he was holding it high at the time when they were coming up to the point where the guy was holding And then he, I don't know, I don't think he got pushed got by the ex- crowd or something. Got excited. It took out the cyclist. I tell you what, people wow. need to be careful with flags. Remember that Australia Day years ago, I was driving on the freeway, someone had a giant flag hanging outside of the car, a giant Australia Day uh, Australian flag, and they, they accidentally let go of it and it hit my windscreen and all I saw was... <gasps> Just Australian flag, and I nearly like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like that's very. They're they're a danger. They are a danger. They are going to do a story on it tomorrow night, (laughs) and they certainly are. Yeah, the danger on your pole. It says. And the Fremantle Dockers have come under fire the fact that they've only won one of their last five games. Once again, um, if you're watching Nine News mm. last night, Tracy, you'd have seen Pav bit disappointed with the fact that they've gone backwards this season, and now some of the other. TV stations, and it's more so the um, pay-per-view stuff is starting to hop into them. David King not very happy with the way Fremantle are going at the moment. There's going to be a heap of pressure on this football club at round six next year if they cannot find a way to correct this model. One thing that everyone will give them a little pass for is the fact that they have got younger and they're less experienced than they have been from last season by quite some mark, but he's right next year. Um, Justin Longmuir is one of my great friends, is super coach, but the pressure will start coming on mm. that footy club if they're not able to turn the ship. But wouldn't it be more pressure on Adam Simpson? Because aren't they in a worse spot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Adam's. Look, I don't, I don't want to keep going on about Adam Simpson's position, but I, I, I'm not sure how they get out of this, the West mm. Coast Eagles, in. Well, by ne- winning. 
Only one points against Brisbane and no one blinks an eyelid. I mean, you, know I mean? you talk about the Dockers being quite young and inexperienced. I mean, you've got the similar. Oh, we, oh, we've had it about this before, Sean. You've got a similar situation over at the Eagles, but you've got some, you know, you've got, you got your senior guys. Yeah. There's, soon a, there's not much of a middle ground almost. And then you've got your younger generation there. So it's sort of like a bit of a, a huge gap there. So where do, where do you kind of just sort of. So we've got the Gen Zs it, and the Gen Xs. I mean? We need like, the millennials in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Nathan, and, and you bang on, Trace. One of the problems with, well, one of the problems with the Eagles have is that, well, wholeheartedly. So the job of the list manager is to make sure that not only they've got the positions mm. filled with talent, you've got to go down the list and go, well, where we are without the age scale? Because mm. we can't have the 30-year-olds and no. the 35-year-olds and then the 18-year-olds. It yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. So you're dead right, and they've made a big mistake over the last four years. I know a lot of people reported on that already, but that's the facts. Mm. You've got to make sure that you've got a balanced working sheet yeah. going forward, and if that means you have to make hard decisions at times to make sure that that stays in the right parameters, then you have to go with it. So, mm. yeah, I'm just so puzzled why more people don't listen to you, Sean. I know. You are as a lot wise of don't. as an yes. owl. Oh, yeah, Full yeah. of knowledge. Sean Sport is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.